Hey Charlie. Yeah. Tu veux trop top? Putain ouais. Welcome to You Wanna Be On Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Aya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's next top model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, guys, it's Giovanni. And today we have a special guest joining us. Please introduce yourself to the group. Hi, um, I'm Dexine. I am a America's Next Top Model lover i love this show so much and i'm so excited to be here thank you so much yay we're excited to have you we're so excited (laughs) to have you here yay Uh, dexine before we get started with our recap could you tell us a little bit about how you got into america's next top model i got into america's next top model because one of my friends at my college cal poly pomona and um we were just hanging out in her apartment one night and she was like hey um have you seen Top Model? And at that point I had it. And she basically said I had, I've been sinning. So um, we sat, <laughs> we sat down and um, we started watching Cycle One and it's been, been history ever since. Love it. Do you remember what year that was? 2017. Okay. So it's been a couple of years, a couple of years. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which models have been your favorites or which ones stand out in your memory? Oh, well, um, I, I have to um, stick with my trans sisters and Cycle Eleven, Miss Isis King. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, she is my most favorite out of any cycle, out of anything ever. And um, I thought her run on the All Stars season she did was pretty. It was pretty good too. But um, I just love her so much. And then um, there's another one, um, Cycle Two. No, oh God, no. I think she's from Eleven too. Um, I forget her name, but she went on to be like a movie star and stuff like that. Annalie Tipton. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Annalie. Yeah, we love yeah. her. Cycle Eleven lives rent free in my head, but I can't mm-hmm. stand Clark. She's like the. She has the big chin in Cycle Eleven. And she's a major transphobe in Cycle Eleven. Yeah. Too. Oh, I don't remember her. I'm glad. I don't need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that cycle. Well, let's dive in and chat about the episode. So, cut to them back at the apartment. We had just seen Giselle go home, and Elise is reflecting on it. Adrian, I guess, kind of misses Giselle because she said she liked having her around sometimes. I don't know why. I guess Giselle had an ally in the house mm-hmm. in Adrian. Then we see the holy trinity of Robin, Shannon, and Kizzy hanging out with the 11th model for this cycle, the Bible. Meanwhile, Adrian is in another room talking about her big jiggly boobs and how great they are, which is something that we will hear a lot of in this episode. Elise talks about how the house is divided between an us and a them, a holy war that is much like the Crusades of yore, Joan of Arc and all that bullshit. But Elise says Kizzy is really great. And then we see this little moment that she shares with Adrian and Elise where they're laughing and having fun. She's coming out of her shell. She's not like the other Bible girl. She's a cool Bible girl. And Kizzy even admits to having been to a sex shop, which is where Adrian says she has spent most of her adolescence. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We don't see Tyra Mail, but it tells them to go to Wilhelmina Models where they meet with Pink, who was not the singer, but the director of the women's division at Wilhelmina. Pink tells them about go where you have to impress upon the client that you are the girl that 2,500 girls are going for when there's only one or two positions open. Much like the world today right now. (laughs) (laughs) This this economy? I've been been looking for a job for months. Unemployment is awful. I get it. (laughs) Pink takes them aside. We go over some portfolio reviewing and how to build your book. We don't see the steps to it, but he just helps them with it. He tells Elise that he would honestly send her out with her iconic snake photo. (laughs) She was the queen of snakes before Taylor ever was. Hey. (laughs) We love Swifty, though. (laughs) We do. We do. 
he tells Adrian that her hair needs to be a little bit more polished because in, in, in all her photos she has hair. <laughs> so <laughs> she has a pulled she has it pulled back in a ponytail at this moment. So he's like, we gotta see the hair. He tells Robin, which is oddly enough, not to hide her accent because people love accents. But oddly enough, he doesn't mention that she should hide her ugly personality. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is the opinion of Charlie Johnson and Charlie Johnson alone. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, obviously other people, but yes. <laughs> Dexine has to chime in. <laughs> Millions of Americans agree with me. I'm pretty sure, yes. <laughs> he tells Shannon that she's a great body in the swimsuit photo, but what he doesn't know is that swimsuit photo almost sent her home. So you know what, Pink? I'm starting to question your taste. <laughs> mm-hmm. He tells Kissy that her body looks great sometimes, but not all the times. <laughs> so that she needs to work on that. That's super helpful feedback, right? <laughs> so Pink tells them that they're gonna go to Paris and that they can only pack one carry-on bag. We cut to Robin, who has this long close-up in which she just looks terrified at the prospect of traveling with a single bag. So then we cut to them packing everything in the three hours they have to get to the airport. And Robin is just like stomping on top of her suitcase to get everything into it and get it zipped up. She's also iconically stuffing her Louis Vuitton never full, which did its job though. It was never full. (laughs) (laughs) I'm screaming. (laughs) Then they'll talk about boyfriends and Shannon mentions Brad Pinkert again, which you'll remember from our recap of episode one is the boy who appeared in some like YM kind of magazine whose centerfold she cut out and taped up on the wall. She takes out that centerfold in order to pack it, we think, to take to Paris. All the other girls who have boyfriends, Elise, Robin, and Adrian, call them to say goodbye before they leave for Paris. Cut to cutting edge animation of the girls on a plane to Paris. Extremely graphic design is my passion energy on this segment. They land and get a Tyra Mel telling them where their hotel is and that their cab driver speaks no English. As he tries to take Robin's bag, she says, me keepy thisy. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, like classic, classic American arrogance. Like, no wonder everybody hates us. (laughs) She made choices. She could have said no, which is also French for no. It's also like a little like stuffed teddy bear or something that she has with her. So It's a pig, right? It's a pig. Okay. I think it's (laughs) It's something she's carrying with her but we can't tell what it is. There's a lot to back. She keepy it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then as they're driving, Robin says she was expecting to see water and gondolas and people playing the violin. Robin is giving me big Miss South Carolina energy where she's like explaining how people can't find the, the U.S. on a map and it's like such as and she's like naming other countries when the question was about America. Did Robin not go to school with a map? Or something i'm really confused i don't know because like girl like you're describing venice sweetie like yeah. <laughs> an entirely different nation yeah <laughs> hard cut to them arriving to the hotel they meet joseph the owner of the hotel who speaks english i guess because he's a businessman and he has to be able to communicate with his multiple international guests that he's hosting the girls are told that they have to lug their bags up this narrow staircase which i wish i would have known we would have known how many stairs they had like how many floors their apartment was up because we only saw a clip of kissy going up two stairs so i'm really confused and the room is small obviously not surprised because there is a hint of foreshadowing as to why the room is so small and there are only four beds and five girls unlike in episode one when there was more beds than more than more girls Mm -hmm. um something's not adding up anymore and robin is living her worst nightmare and horror because she has to realize that not everybody's gonna sleep on a bed and she asks the group thinking out loud does anyone want to sleep on a bag and elise chimes in certainly not me like you don't get to ask those questions and Elise comes up with the idea that we're just going to draw names. And the Lord decides that Robin gets to sleep on the air mattress that night. Adrian says Paris is the most beautiful city in the world. But last week she thought that was New York. It's great to see her growing like this. She's becoming international. She's becoming it. a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so happy for her. Like, just let me wipe my tears. Our baby's all grown up. I know. I know. So they walk Paris together. Shannon and Robin get a caricature of themselves drawn. Robin is still carrying her Louis Vuitton bag and her Burberry scarf in this shot. And um, she's wearing like the most Coles looking puffy jacket. Um, Back at the hotel, they're getting ready for dinner and Robin stops a producer from coming in the bathroom and she's all, don't you come in here and not wear no clothes. 
And um, while she's wearing literally a bra and a robe, she's wearing clothes basically. <laughs> she's wearing yeah, clothes. She's, she's wearing honestly, garments. She's wearing like, clothes. Li- literally wearing more than she's gonna wear in this week's photo yes. shoot. Yes. And then cut to Adrian whipping her shirt off in the <laughs> corner, and she's like, "Deal with it. You don't have to be a lesbian to change in front of your friends." But it helps. Adrian's like, "Did y'all see my boobs? Yeah. <laughs> Here they are again." One, one more, more time just if in case you missed them say goodbye to these <laughs> <laughs> as they're just getting ready for the night who knows what they're going to be doing elise and adrian are just like kicking it out on elise's bed she's talking about she wants to learn how to say naughty words in french mm-hmm. and robin is just like what is going on in this in this household right now and she <laughs> is giving her well we cut away to robin talking head interview I look at her like I'm a school teacher who might get you in trouble for acting badly. I don't talk like that. I don't act like that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> also cut to vouchers. I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's also it's also very like Alyssa Edwards energy. What is going on here on this day? Yeah. What's going on here on this fucking day? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Elise kind of notices that Adrian is just being funny, I guess, in Adrian's way, just to piss off Robin intentionally. And Elise lives for that. So Adrian, our queen, you're doing the Lord's work. They meet Tyra at dinner and Tyra talks about how Paris is where she started her career after getting scouted at 17 living on her own just a young girl in the city of lights or the big baguette (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's what robin was thinking about when she was talking about she wanted to see people in the gondolas she just forgot the baguette part (laughs) yeah yeah tyra says she wants the winner of this cycle to quote rule the world and work everywhere just not work anywhere near her (laughs) and that's the tea (laughs) and that is the tea you can work but you can work over there (laughs) (laughs) okay so we have a hard cut to tyra mill announcing their first parisian photo shoot kissy tries to read it but shannon again interrupts her and gets to the punchline The girls try to get to sleep, they're exhausted, and Robin waits until everyone is in bed and under the covers to blow dry her hair at top volume. Possibly, maybe that's revenge for the air mattress. Dun, dun, dun. And she's like doing it just like fiercely, like she's just like blowing it. Like, and in like in the, not even in the bathroom, it's like in the living quarters. Mm Yeah. Not not giving one fucks. I wonder where Jesus said that in the Bible. Well, the next day we cut to the photo shoot and we see a glimpse of the Hilton in Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Luxury. (laughs) Luxury. (laughs) Um, And they're doing a photo shoot for Wonder Bra and we cut to Shannon you know, being the a member of the Holy Roller and being a virgin, my body's for my husband. Hard cut to the other Holy Roller, Robin. The photos are getting very interesting to say the least. Let him behold, she doesn't know what's in store for next week. Jay is just, you know, doing makeup again because he's what? Paying his penthouse in New York still. <laughs> Jay has a mortgage. <laughs> Jay has a mortgage to pay. I got dogs to put through college. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a range I got to pay off. <laughs> Jay is just, you know, wanting to spill tea with the girls and he asks Shannon if it's okay to masturbate and Shannon's like, who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Who? (laughs) The photographer for this week is Michelle Hadi and he says that they'll be posing with a male model for the shoot in a hotel room with a window looking out at the Eiffel Tower. It's all super French, très French, as the French would say. Shannon's up first and when she walks into the room and the model turns around, it is, wait for it, Brad Pinkert oh from my. the centerfold. <gasps> oh Shannon my. says, oh my word. She is excited and she's nervous to shoot with her personal Tim Tebow, the love of her life up to this point. Brad, for his part, has a weird accent we can't place. He talks a little bit like Ryan Gosling, like he isn't opening his mouth at all when words are coming out. And he looks extremely 2000s, douchebag adjacent, Mike the Situation Sarantino. And also, let me point out, Ryan Gosling, he's so much better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to point that out for a second. Who is is Brad in this world? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, most most cliche movie ever, but La La Land, I was on the floor. I was ready. (laughs) Ryan, if you're listening, DM. Yeah, please. Oh, my initials. (laughs) (laughs) Space. 
It's fate. It's kismet. There we go. <laughs> okay, so Elise, she does great. Um, the photographer says she's like a fawn stumbling out of the wilderness. <laughs> Love that visual. Her last shot, she looks like the shy fingers together emoji. Like, you know the thing where it's like, um, hi, how are you? How are you today? I was thinking of you. We could go to dinner. But anyway, um, Kissy was not confident and the photographer thought she was too scared. Very, very, very awkward. I mean, just the way she's laying on his body. Disgusting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but um, Adrian got it, but it was very, very, very porno. And um, Robin doesn't trust her own body and did not understand the narrative of this photo shoot, like almost every other photo shoot this cycle. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Say it. But they look like they're having a marital spat where she's like, you didn't do that mm -hmm. right. If you don't love the narrative, you're not going to perform well during the photo shoot. You've got to love the narrative. And I live for a narrative, so I probably would have done well on the shoot, I guess. It has to make sense with your fantasy. Yeah. Just not with Brad. Brad's not my fantasy. Well, hard cut to the girl spilling tea. Shannon's all giddy. She's like, I touched his pecs. <laughs> he was just, old. he put his finger in my string loop that's, you know, two inches from my crotch. Not string loop. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I guess just string her underwear string i guess yeah like her waistband okay. her waistband there we go that's sort of like for waistband <laughs> i'm thinking of another garment <laughs> funny enough you know there's a knock at the door and it's brad in a robe but not sure why he was just in his underwear for maybe like four hours <laughs> in front of the eiffel tower shooting with a male photographer and women so yeah and like we've already seen his religion and like girl hard cut to why he's now today with a plumbing business because he kn he knows his way around a pipe <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh you've been saving that one <laughs> it just came to me this, this is what happened. he is laying something down i was filled with i was filled with the spirit <laughs> you think you're clever don't you <laughs> well he bites into dinner it's a little romantic not very well lit dinner it's very dark it yeah. is like where is the iso setting on this camera because it is pitch black <laughs> robin makes it awkward because why because she's the villain obviously and she asked brad what he thought about shannon or miss shannon because you know she refers to shannon as miss shannon in front of the entire group of dinner and it is revealed that someone told brad that one of the girls there had a crush on him and he didn't know who it was. So he was very much excited to meet this person. Cut to Adrian in her confessional talking about like, Shannon don't read the fine print and it says that his favorite book is the Bible, but his favorite movie is what? Boogie Nights. So sus, sus Brad. Boogie Nights is probably biblical, but it's more like the Sodom and Gomorrah part of the Bible. I don't know yes. if Shannon knows that. <laughs> They're eating meat in Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just sausage, though. Yeah. Robin's a little salty. <laughs> so then Shannon and Brad go on a private walk around Paris, and Shannon admits that even though she's never had a boyfriend, she is a romantic at heart, and maybe it's time. And in that moment, <laughs> I had never felt more seen in my entire life, because I... <laughs> In that moment, I am shattered. I'm still shattered. <laughs> Maybe this time I'll be lucky. <laughs> so Shannon kisses Brad goodbye on the cheek, and then he asks her for a second one on the other cheek. And then a third one for a little Brad, but we don't see that one. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> implied by the cut. I'm just What's kidding. What's to I'm look so at? Sorry, <laughs> so um, another Tyra male. This time, Shannon reads it so she doesn't have to interrupt herself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Tyra Mill says that they need to dress to impress, bring their portfolio. The next morning, they go to the legendary Marilyn agency where they meet Marilyn and her <laughs> assistant, Emma. Emma is giving big, super intern Emily from Teen Vogue, you know, mm -hmm. the hills where she, you know, is now the founder of Glossier. Hard Emily energy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Emma explains they have five appointments, they have to go alone, and they have to use the metro, which is very complicated because a street can be a rue, a pavilion, um, an alley, an avenue, you know, and then they have five hours to get to five clients and everyone looks overwhelmed. I mean, I would too, I'm in a foreign country, I don't speak the language, there's a lot of accent marks, it's very much like Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone from Atlanta is hearing this, you know it's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As they're let go on their adventure, 
Robin r- iconically walks by a metro sign but doesn't get into the metro. <laughs> and she hires a unsuspecting Parisian man to show her around town and get her to her go-sees because she obviously thinks that he has nothing else to do because he's just walking the street. Our Queen Elise apparently knows French because she gets around with no problems. Um, I'm not surprised because, you know, she's a genius after all. I don't know if you know this, but she was going to go to medical school. Yeah. She's really smart. She is. Wow. And I think I she still her finished head. her degree after all of this, too. Wow. I'm not shocked. Um, well, yeah. She's a queen. She's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> So what can she not do? Because, I mean, she got around in Paris. Cassie gets offered some help, but then gets lured into a little shop where she has to test some lotions, where she's told that they'll make her look younger for an hour. So she misses an appointment. We don't see much of Shannon, but she does meet one of the clients. Shannon is just yelling at the top of her lungs, which I do too sometimes. And <laughs> the, the client's like, why are you yelling? There's no one here. I've had that before where someone in HR was like, why are you yelling? And I'm like, I want to take speak in my own volume. Thank you very much. Adrian is confused and struggling. Um, but we're not shocked because it's Adrian. <laughs> I mean, a- Adrian's never ridden public transportation before or a subway. She's uh, but, never ridden a subway. Yeah, before. yeah. I guess because she's a, she's from like the outskirts of Chicago, so I guess they don't have they don't have buses there either. <laughs> Adrian, sweetie, we're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like a boss, though, she does jump a turnstile. Yeah, honestly, I've done it before too. Pretty pun. Sometimes there's not mo- there's not money on your card, and you just got to make a train. <laughs> Bus still running? Yeah. She sadly, unfortunately, gets accosted on the street by some weird man. And production just stands there and lets it happen. Last week, I said that these editors deserve an Emmy. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) You You deserve to be jailed for this. She gets really overwhelmed and emotional. I mean, I would too if I was just a girl in Paris and someone tried to stick their hand up my skirt. She collects herself and then she eventually goes in to see the client. Someone should have rolled out the guillotine in this moment. You know, don't they have them all over France? Isn't that their thing? Yeah. Yes. Where's Marie Antoinette when you meet her? Where's Maximilian Robespierre? (laughs) (laughs) The last appointment they discover, courtesy of a Tyra male. Shannon again reads, is a waiting room where they'll sit until judging begins. So the official tally for the Gosies, Shannon, Robin, and Elise made it to all their appointments. Adrian and Kizzy did three. Then we cut to Robin's interview where she says that she's not nervous about judging because nervousness is not part of her religion. And I'm not sure what book of the Bible that's in, but... It's the book of Robin, and I don't know if that's in <laughs> the official book of, book of Robin. the Bible. <laughs> it's, it's apocryphal. Yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not take pictures of me when I'm in my underwear. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now we head to individual analysis. Again, Elise is nice open and friendly. They also said she was the best of the girls of the Ghosties. I'm not surprised. Elise says her pose in the photo was awkward and then Janice chides her for getting down on herself because it's their job to judge her. And I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, you, you, when you're like presenting yourself to somebody, you're not like, I, I, I know I don't look like really, really good here, but it's fine. Like mm-hmm. you, yeah. you sell yourself. I mean, well, not that, but like. <laughs> <laughs> like not literally. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder if Janice got upset because I wonder if they were getting they were getting paid by word and <laughs> when they don't talk they don't get paid. <laughs> she works hard for the money. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, Tyra likes her honesty and thinks it's important to review your performance and learn from it. Shannon was too beautiful and too obvious, which means she is too conventionally pretty. Janice's Shannon was all over Brad like a cheap suit. And if we know cheap suits, they come off easy. <laughs> <clears throat> they don't last that long either. Oh, <laughs> well, plumbing business. <laughs> and then Adrian made three of the four they get down on her for appearance at panel and make her put on a headband janice says her photo is semi-porn and kizzy made three of the appointments had a great smile but not great for fashion janice says her photos don't work because we can't see her beautiful face and she had no neck and also the way she was positioned on his body like girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) please Mm -hmm. if that's how you're laying on men don't. <laughs> Don't. No wonder she's a Christian. Let's take a break for a quick anatomy lesson, shall we? <laughs> Dexine's education. <laughs> anyway, Robin made all her go-sees, but Emma hears she had a little help. And by a little help, we, we know what they're referring to. And Janice says she's lucky to be alive. And in my opinion, she's lucky she didn't end up like the girl from Taken because like there ain't no Leon Neeson in this season no. or cycle. <laughs> if you get lost, Tyra's like, 
Bye. Tyra's like, okay, <laughs> one less girl, one less photo. Uh, <laughs> no elimination in this week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Emma says the client says she's only good for special photos, which um, means the large size category, which is, you don't deserve the Emmy for this either. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Janice says Robin looks angry in her photo because she is angry. And she says, I guess we weren't having a good time because he's the worst. <laughs> well, she really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we agree. We cut to, <laughs> yeah, we agree on that one. <laughs> we cut to the judge's deliberation. She basically just, Tyra goes in and doesn't like how Robin cheated because it's not fair. You know, a lot of girls go into this industry and don't know anything. You know, a lot of them are underage. So like Robin being the mature woman probably knew some skills. So she's lucky to be alive, honestly. <laughs> Bo likes her spunk. I don't know what spunk he sees. So Bo, Bo sus, a little sus Bo. Yep. Adrian disappointed Tyra because she looks tore up. She doesn't give too much appearances. She plays on this tomboy attitude too much, but like Adrian baby girl you're in a modeling competition you can't be a tomboy right now you can do it after you get the checks but not right now basically she's not utilizing this the tools that they're giving her i mean they gave her a weave they gave her a makeup like girl use the tools they out of nowhere Bo just drags shannon for not keeping up with her weave speaking of speaking of hair you're getting paid by the word (laughs) so Bo is chiming in today because he has something to say i don't care for Bo, but i will agree that shannon's hair in this photo shoot looks like like a stack of hay. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 no good. Like mine right it now. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Word to the wise: Shannon, keep up with your weave. Your weave won't keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> but Janice, obviously loving the tall, thin girls, says that she's improved. We get to our Queen Elise, and Tyra's like, I knew Elise would come and conquer Paris with her Amazonian walk and her flawless photos. But we're not, and we're not surprised. And when it comes to her photo again Bo says that she looks like a boy Bo again sucks I don't I don't I don't agree with you Bo Bo was the imposter and then we cut to Kissy there's not a lot to say about Kissy because she's like just there but Bo says she's very interested in Kissy so again Bo is getting his words in <laughs> I feel like this was just a, jo- a Bo panel today <laughs> you're like Bo earn your paycheck today okay show up to work <laughs> you already read a magazine he wants to see how far she can go we'll see with that then we get the uh the call outs from Tyra with the photo Elise gets called first, then Shannon, and then Robin. Robin is in tears at this moment because Tyra reads her for basically for cheating, uh, which she calls using help during the challenge. We call that. She's like, girl, use use this, <laughs> and she's pointing to her brain like, use your brain, girl. And Robin's like, what's that? <laughs> Adrian and Kizzy end up in the bottom two. They say Kizzy is so beautiful, but her desire for the competition is not coming out which we kind of agree, and that Adrian needs to show more strength and work on her appearance. I mean, yeah, she was wearing this like Jones New York getup. Like she was wearing like an, uh, a beautiful ribbed top with a ribbed skirt. And then she had like this like ribbed ass cardigan over it. Like, girl, how old are you again? You look like your mom. Mm-hmm. Oh. Her mom, her mom is beautiful as style-wise, so I agree that the style choices was questionable. Questionable. This is not this is not Bailey 44. Let's not make Kessie cry because Tyra's crying right now. She calls Adrian's name out of Adrian and Kessie. And Adrian is also crying, and she looks like a Lauren Conrad gift from the hills. In a cutaway interview, Tyra says it was really hard to let Kissy go. And Kissy says she had a lot of fun and she's proud she lasted such a long time. And everybody cried when Kessie leaves. And because she was like probably the nicest person in this whole cast. Yeah. To be really honest. Yeah. Because she wanted to get to know everybody. So for being a member of the Holy Roller, she was one of the best ones. (laughs) The Bible Brigade. She's like that girl in high school who is friends with everyone. She's like not in a clique, but she like mixes well with all the all the different kids. Well, let's shift into our judging the judges segment. I'll see you in court. Charlie, how do you feel about this panel today? Um, so like you, I found it very <laughs> sus that Bo, aka Boatmeal, was speaking up so much on this panel and especially referencing some kind of personal investment in Kizzy. Like that feels I mean, if personal Kizzy hadn't gone home. Investment? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, there's a hand gesture on the Zoom call. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, but I mean, I think, I, think gay, Bo, huh? I think Bo is gay. We'll wow. just call that. We'll call that an insertive gesture for the audience <laughs> listening along at home. Um, I'm not sure about that, but um, it because Bo represents the magazine who is sponsoring the photo shoot prize. Like, I, I, it feels that feels like cheating to say in a way. Like, 
that the magazine was really rooting for Kizzy. We want her to win. Janice was wilder in this elimination than she has been in, in past panels. And her, <laughs> her blowout was like a whole city block exploded. <laughs> <laughs> she was feeling her oats. <laughs> Did she borrow Robin's hair dryer? I'm just going to say I kind of stand it though. Like wild hair, I'm here for it. Yeah, she's from that era. Giovanni, what about you? This panel was a little sus too for me as well. I want to say first and foremost, I love Janice, but whoever did her makeup this episode was pissed because they made her look like a raccoon. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like with how black it was, it looked like somebody wanted to give her a black eye. But it, Janice, yeah. <laughs> Janice being Janice, she probably was hungover though. So <laughs> it was probably to cover up the Chanel bags that she had under her eyes. <laughs> I want to talk a lot about, about this particular photo shoot because I personally did not like this creative. It was not good at all. And this is one of the few times I, where I didn't like the photo shoot or like the commercial that they were doing or whatever the that week's challenge was because they're selling underwear and Elise is the only one showing the product. I don't see any sense of bra on Shannon. There's no bra on Adrian. Mm -hmm. I just see a hint of pink panty. Robin is folding up her arms because she's mad. And again, she is shot from the waist up because what? Janice does not want to see large size category on her screen. So she's also hiding the bra. Kissy is laying on bread and we see just arm and like <laughs> bicep and like a hint of bra. But there's just, there's no product in here. It's overall a terrible photo shoot. Probably one of the worst ones in AMTM his, AMTM history, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny that there's no discussion in this panel. This is basically a porno shoot, <laughs> in my opinion. Where was Jay Emanuel? He was not on set today. He was just doing their makeup and then left. Where was Tyra? Tyra, we need you, baby girl. You are the face of Victoria's Secret. You are the face of lingerie. Why are you nowhere near to teach these girls how to pose in lingerie? Just because you helped them pose on episode one and two, you're gone now all of a sudden because you expect them to be pros and, and modeling next to nothing? No, questionable. And also just bad photography. Elise is the only good photo in this bunch. And that's credit to Elise, mm -hmm. not to Michelle Hadid. Right. Hadi. Hadi. Sorry, Michelle. Not, not, not Gigi Hadidn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I agree. I thought that was like weird to be like, well, where's the product and all of that. But my issue was Kimora. I'm like over here thinking I get having negative comments, but if all your comments are negative, it doesn't help. And like, if you're going to have like negative comments, at least put some variety into it. Maybe try and make like a compliment sandwich mm -hmm. or something like that. I don't know. That's just me being nice, I guess. This is also the era of like American Idol. Mm -hmm where you had Simon, who was obviously the asshole, who Janice plays very well mm -hmm. because Janice is just being, she's not being Janice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. And then we have, <laughs> we have Paula, who's just like there for moral support, but she's also white knuckling it half the time. So it's like oh. kind of hard to see what she's trying to get to. And then there's Randy, who's just there for filler. Yeah. So Kamora wants to be the Randy and the Simon, mm -hmm. but it ain't working out for you, baby girl. And I just want to say, too, like, it's okay if Negative Nancy is your brand, but here's a key word that you have to do with your brand so it lasts a long time. Refine. <laughs> you have right. to refine it because, like, if you're just one note all the time, you're going to go nowhere. I'm yeah. sorry. And how many times can you tell Elise that she's thin? Yeah. Like, why are you not telling that to Shannon? Why aren't you telling Robin you got big thighs? Mm -hmm. Embrace your big thighs, Robin. Like, all I hear is you're too thin and you're too pale. And you're too negative. Those are my two cents. <laughs> my two cents. <laughs> we all noticed that not showing the product was a really big issue in this photo shoot. And I, mm -hmm. I was surprised it did not come up in panel. As I was watching the episode, I and, and we were reviewed the photos with the judges. Uh, yeah, Giovanni, you were right. There's, there's like three inches of strap and that's it. And otherwise it's like skin of these models and that's it. Yeah, like if Adrian had gone first and they showed Adrian's photo without any idea to what the concept was, I would've been like, are they shooting for Playboy? What is this? Is this Maxim? Because I see you just like filling up on Brad's abs and biting his ear. What does it have to do with selling lingerie? The shoot was for Wonder Bra, but I couldn't help but wonder where was the bra? <laughs> Jesus. Where was this where was the support? <laughs> yeah, like this was the one shoot that Elise didn't have any chicken cutlets, but she's selling the damn product. <laughs> yeah. So yep. you know what? Props to Elise. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody's in front of the camera taking shots, but I couldn't help but wonder 
when's the time to take my shot? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We love her. But they probably didn't care how bad these photos were because Tyra probably already did a photo shoot for them. And they were just like, just take these. Who would we have called first? Dexine, let's start with you. I would have called Elise first. Um, I loved her facial expression and um, I just have an, um, a connection with the emotion she's expressing in the shot because she's just there like, oh, hi, <laughs> you know, and I, I feel it. I just feel it. And um, I didn't seem awkward and I felt like they captured a candid moment and it just looked like a real ad. Giovanni, what about you? For me, I have to agree with the judges on this one. Also, Elise, it's honestly the best of the bunch. I wish she had a better connection with the camera, which I'm surprised Tyra did not say anything about either because Elise is like looking off camera, like looking at the door because she she overbred. She didn't want to do nothing <laughs> with bread. Um, but also I want to state that Elise is being herself in this photo and that's why it works for her if you watch the episode this is actually the last shot that michelle takes as she's getting up and it's like her best shot and this is like elise's kind of sexy so she feels comfortable in her skin i'm assuming this is also probably what elise wears to bed like she wears like a tank bra with like maybe like little like shorts like she's probably not sleeping like a thong or anything like that so she felt really comfortable and she was in her element and she's selling the, the goddamn product like nobody's business the rent is due tomorrow and she was ready to fucking earn that money. Charlie, what about you, Mr. Charlie? Well, I also would have called Elise first, surprising no one who has listened to this entire season of this podcast. I like the way she and the model are interacting with the background and the way they're posed. Like you can clearly see the Eiffel Tower behind them. It feels more of like a composed shot than the others did to me. And I also like how it's capturing a moment. Like it feels like there's a story that I can intuit by looking at this image. There's a a relationship between the two people in the shot. Elise is communicating something. She's thinking something. Yeah, she's Um, telling Reggie, get your your money's on the table, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Put the coin on the dresser and hit the door. She's like, take the money and get out. And also go go buy this wonder bra. (laughs) She's like, use this money to start your plumbing business. (laughs) Good luck, Brad. (laughs) Uh, Well, who would we have sent home this week? Dexine, let's start with you again. Robin. Like, I, I know she wasn't even in the bottom two at all. And I'm not just saying this just because I don't like Robin, but my reasoning behind this is, is she didn't follow the rules of the ghosties and her attitude this whole week was awful. She was acting like a diva when she's this clearly week. not one. Okay. Charlie has, t- Charlie, Charlie has tabs on Robin. <laughs> but yeah, I just, her attitude was just awful. And when you're in this kind of competition, you have to play by the rules and it like with her religion and other things like that, like she just forces herself on everyone. And it's like, just because you do things this way, doesn't mean it like it has to go this way. And she should have been punished for that. But. And you know what? We didn't talk about this, but there's a cut when Jay's talking about masturbation and whatnot. Adrian's like, how are you guys going to be models if you don't want to wear, if you don't want to wear lingerie? They don't know this yet, but like when you're in a, in a fashion show, you are changing in front of the other girls at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like there, it's not, you don't get your own dressing room. It's not, there's no trailer, Robin. I'm sorry. Well, they did that in like episode two, right? Where they, they had the walk tutorial and the challenge with, with Miss J. Yes. And you know, I don't know how Robin did there, but Adrian was also whipping off her shirt yeah. in the middle of the room in that episode. That's how the pros do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and if you're not comfortable with that, either get comfortable or get comfortable somewhere else. Giovanni, mm-hmm. what about you? I agree how the judges voted today in sending Cassie home. She gave me this week really opened up my eyes and it made me realize that Cassie doesn't want to be America's Next Top Model. She wants to get out of her hometown. She wants to get out of Arkansas. I'm sure she's passionate about something. I just don't know if it's passionate about being a model. She didn't take the ghosty seriously. You're sobbing for lotions. If I had been told, hey, if you don't make it to this interview, you won't get a job. You won't have any money. I'm going to buy lotions. I'll be I'll be dry today. It's okay. I can look my age. I have a check to make. <laughs> she... This is more like a vacation for her. She wanted to have a good time. She even says, I had a really good time while I was here. Yeah. Were you not stressed? Were you not like, oh my God, what did the judges think of, of me? I agree. She It was time for her to go home. She she wore out her welcome. Well, surprising no listener of this podcast, I would eliminate Robin. Um, mm. I would eliminate her every opportunity I had. Her photo this week was the opposite of the creative. Rather than capturing some kind of intimate moment, she's capturing like uh, scenes from a horrible marriage. And she literally covered up the product she was hired to sell in the, in the, in the shot. So, um, Robin, do you know what a model is? 
I'm not sure. I also really hate that she used her wealth to cheat and get ahead in this challenge rather than trying to learn something. She didn't learn from this and I was not rooting for her. <laughs> I wonder how much she paid. I wonder how much she paid that Parisian man for five hours of his time. Right? <sighs> not enough. Not enough. Here's not one enough. Parisian dollar or one euro. <laughs> <laughs> here, here is a rue. He's <laughs> like, here's ten euros. Go and see a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, your job as a model is to love the narrative, even if it's not, not something you agree with. Obviously, being a Christian for three of these girls, be exposing their bodies is difficult. But fake it till you make it, honestly. You're you're in no position to not like a narrative. If I had to be drenched in spider webs and sit in a bed with spiders, I hate spiders, I'm going to sit there and I will risk getting bit if it means I'm going to be America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. You got to love the creative. Mm-hmm. I love a narrative. So you just got to love it. I also want to chime in real quick because like we keep saying the word Christian a lot and I just picture Robin would be like that one lady in that video where she's like, she's not a Christian. (laughs) That's Robin. That's her. If like, if you're not in her eyes, if you're not Christian, you're not doing it right. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's not the mentality. So do we want to talk about contribution to pop culture? This is just my opinion. And Maybe people will disagree with me, but I thought that Elisa's shot, um, it contributed to pop culture by inspiring other campaigns to follow that format of advertising. Because I feel like, I mean, given how early that that season came around, like 2003, like, I mean, I know the fashion industry has been around forever and stuff like that, but growing up, because I'm like, I'm 21. So like, I've, I've, I'm, I haven't seen like everything, but like growing up, I remember seeing like, ad campaigns on TV or like on billboards and stuff. And it was like always that bedroom after the moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think maybe that inspired some campaigns to be like, not all of them, but some of them to be like, you know what, that, that's a good kind of shot. Let's, let's, let's do that. I agree. It has very, very strong Tom Ford for Gucci. We can all know that iconic shaved g pussy for those gucci ads back Can in i believe the... you just said pussy <laughs> i said flopping dick the other time <laughs> all right no. this, is, this is fair at least at least i was subtle with a hand gesture but... <laughs> okay shaved pubic region on the woman like <laughs> I, I you've already it... said it Let's say pussy. okay fine pussy. <laughs> i'm gonna own it <laughs> puss 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 yeah i think this also in this in this moment that we're in when we're on this journey with the girls fashion was being super hyper sexualized so like you know women were being put in compromising positions in their photo shoots because they're selling garments and a lot of the garments sometimes are are lingerie so i can totally see how the power of elise inspiring the fashion industry i don't know about robin or any other girls but elise did that she did she did the damn thing she really did she did the damn thing Let's turn to the darker side of the episode and and go through our roster of cringes of the week. Ew, gross. Jaxine, start us off. What do you want to nominate this week? I have two. I have two cringes of the week. (laughs) So um, the whole dinner scene with Brad, um, it was really like a bad high school lunch table conversation. And Robin's the one over here being like, oh, so uh, she likes you and I know you like her. (laughs) So let's go off and do this. We'll go off and do something else. And it's like, Stay out of people's business. Yeah. And then another thing with Robbins, I mean, I'm sure Robin's a lovely lady outside of this. And like, is she? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Charlie highly disagrees with you. I'm, I'm just trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> like, That's very Christian of you. Well, I'm not very Christian at all. So, but like, um, um, every time she talks about her religion, because throughout the whole cycle, and I've said it, before but like she pushes all of that on people and I don't want to get too political but like that's a problem with a lot of religious people out there and it's like just because you're this way doesn't mean that we all have to be that way Mm -hmm. and we're not wrong for being like that so get that through your head before you want to push that on other people I think that's fair that's valid (laughs) no truer words have ever been spoken (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, what, about, what, what about you Giovanni so for me editors I love you last week I wanted to give you an Emmy today I'm taking it away because you let Adrian almost get sexually assaulted on, on film highly unacceptable like not cool you're just going to let her be two feet away from her and let some man stick up her, his hand up her skirt 
Like, are you crazy? Yeah. And why was this not brought up to Tyra's knowledge? Everything else is somehow always brought up to Tyra's knowledge, but but not this instant. They knew Robin cheated, but no one like it, no one no one told Emma that Adrian almost got molested on the street of Paris. I blame the edit. I mean, I know. So I'm editors, you are the cringe of the week for Ooh. me. <laughs> uh so for me, I'm gonna say my cringes are Robin telling the cab driver me keepy missy. <laughs> which is like <sighs> what is what is thisy though what is thisy the, what is she keeping the bag some bag that she was carrying but it's like her louis vuitton never full <laughs> like how 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 rude and how rude is it to go to another country and speak to people like that like like they're gonna understand that that infantile version of English over their own. <laughs> True. Um, also, I nominate Robin cheating, and lastly, Robin existing. <laughs> Triple entendre over here. Triple entendre. <laughs> I'm just look. I'm being true to my. I'm living my truth today. It is your brand. I'll yeah, give it to you. Go. All right. So let's. The nominees have been named. Let's let's vote for who, what we think. I'm gonna pull a Shannon. Adrian getting accosted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Giovanni and say that her getting accosted and almost sexually assaulted is like the biggest one. I absolutely agree. That gets my vote as well. It's deeply troubling. And also that she was struggling in the moments afterward to like, like she couldn't even go to the go see. She was so upset and no one did. How come nobody was talking to her? Right? Like where's the producer? Yeah. Huge, huge mistake. Big, huge. Oh, AMTM. Well, let's talk about where Kizzy is now. In three, two, one. Breaking news. Giovanni, why don't you fill us in on, on what we've learned? Well, Kissy went to college. Yay! We know we love, we love education and we love education in this series. There is nothing more important than education because modeling doesn't last forever. Mm -hmm. She got her degree in accounting. To my surprise, or to our surprise, <laughs> one of the members of the Holy Rollers, the Holy Trinity, the Tokyo are they in the Tokyo room? No, they were in Milan. Oh, they're in Milan, the Milan room there is some sexual tension that had been pent up because Miss Kessie had appeared in the, the glossy pages of King Magazine and Complex. And I was shook it to my <laughs> core. <laughs> shook it. Uh, I mean, but also, you know what, though? If we look back, Kissy was more of the kind of the new age Christian where she's like, yeah, I go to sex shops. I have a dildo in my, in my luggage right now. Probably. <laughs> wow. That is, so <laughs> that is a radical interpretation of the text. We don't blame a girl for knowing how to party though. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, honestly good for her for being very comfortable in being Christian, but not rubbing it in people's faces. Robin. And also, yeah. And also owning her body and knowing that her body is a temple, but the Taj Mahal is seen by everybody. Let your let your temple be seen. That's right. People can look. They don't have to go in. They don't have to touch. <laughs> they don't have to lust. They just, you just have to sell that goddamn magazine. Yep. And and that clothing that you're wearing, <laughs> which in King it's really not much. <laughs> we also learned that she, Kizzy went on to be a bridesmaid in Adrian's wedding to the Brady Bunch guy, Christopher Knight which we love. That's so sweet. There, um, Adrian, to do like a where kind of Adrian is, um, she ended up divorcing that guy. I don't yeah. remember because of, I don't know why, but it was big. And then the guy she's married to now is like a voiceover artist for all of the, um, what is it? Um, like the movie trailers and stuff. He's fine. In a world. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Like literally that's him. Like he's, he's fine. She, 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 she picked good. <laughs> we'd love to see it well that brings us to the end of this episode um thank you all so much for this lively discussion yes and particularly for the joint dragging of robin i'm always grateful for the help oh um, it it was a pleasure <laughs> it was a pleasure anytime <laughs> so if you liked what you heard today you can follow the pod on socials at ywbot pod pod Giovanni is the uh, mastermind of that content, and it is excellent. Uh, very interactive. Thank you, I appreciate yeah, it. You're doing a great job. I love it. Um, Dexine, where can people track you down if they want to keep up with you? 
if you want to keep up with me, you should. Um, <laughs> you can follow me um, on Instagram and Twitter at Dexine Martin. That is D-E-X-I-N-E-M-A-R-T-I-N. Um, I have a vinyl account, Vinyls by Dexine. And I also have a podcast called Dish with Dexine. And you can follow that on Instagram at D-E-X-I-N-E-P-O-D, Dexine Pod. And um, other than that, um, if you want to add me on Snapchat, literally, it's the same thing. But I mean, I'll talk to you, but don't get freaky. Mm. <laughs> Valid boundaries. Consent. Consent is key. But yeah, you can follow me anywhere you want and I'll follow you back. Giovanni, what about you? So if you want to follow me and not cancel me for what <laughs> I said today on today's episode, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore according to Joe, because it's always according to me. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter at Giovanni Anaya, J O V o n n i e a n a y a where i get a little bit chaotic but you know i'm a virgo so it happens sometimes giovanni has to spell his name very pointedly because i continue to misspell it <laughs> accidentally Harley. though accidentally though. well i mean i was misspelling it in the beginning of our work together but now i've definitely gotten it but some of my old mistakes keep popping up so very sorry. Keyword refine. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a journey. It's, it's what I get for having such a complicated name, though. <laughs> but it's unique. It is. We love that. And and Twitter, it's it's supposed to be chaotic. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I, I on mine, I range from like like oh my day's going good to I hate everything. So like it's it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it happens. Mm-hmm. Charlie, how can our listeners follow you um i am on twitter as charles underscore jensen j-e-n-s-e-n and on instagram as charles jensen no underscore same spelling i love how charlie has to spell out jensen (laughs) everyone everyone thinks it's s-o-n and um that erases my heritage and so it hurts me when people do jensen 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 that's like s-o-n son we have um we have a grocery store spelt like your last name up in mm-hmm. Wrightwood. Jensen, so. yeah, I've been there. Someone asked me once when they saw it, they're like, "Are you related?" And I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> Here's where I mentioned that Jensen is the Jones of Denmark. So like, there there are literally millions of us. Well, Giovanni, Dexine, I only have one photo in my hands, and this photo represents the co-host that is still in the running toward becoming America's next top podcast host. I will only call one name, and the name I do not call must immediately return to your house, pack your belongings, and go home. The winner is Giovanni. I have never wanted anything more in my life. I'm already home! (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have far to go. Well, you know what, Charlie? No! (laughs) Look, don't get Robin about it, okay? (laughs) Maxine, <laughs> I really want to thank you for your time today. It was lovely to have you with us. So much great fun having you. you on. Oh my God. It was so great to meet you too. And I love you, Charlie. Thank you so much for having me on. It was it was a blast. And I would love to have you guys on my podcast. Soon. Yay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I start recording for season two sometime in May, but I would love to have you guys on. It's just a whole chat show where we talk about everything in the kitchen sink. Love so. it. Oh, I love that. Giovanni and I have a lot to say. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.